All right, what's going on, everybody? This is First and Frame Rates, episode number 48, and today we have the whole crew with us, and I know I'm already going to hear it, so I'm going to go ahead and get it out the way. DJ, I apologize for not giving you a shout-out yesterday, last week. I apologize for not even mentioning you last week, but yes, mm-hmm. DJ, if you're new to the podcast, DJ is a member of the podcast. He's one of the first members of the podcast, along with Bills, and uh, with that being said, DJ... How are you doing today? Oh, now you want to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing just fine. I had the day off, just been relaxing, chilling, keeping up with the news a little bit, uh, responding to some foolishness on Twitter. Other than that, I'm good. Yeah, man, Twitter is Ooh, like your Twitter is like a dumpster fire right now as far as people <laughs> going back and forth as, as far as games go. I mean, it's one particular basketball community that just can't get it right to save their life. It's, oh yeah, I read those tweets. That yeah, was that's pretty was bad. Funny. But um, another y'all, y'all gonna have to y'all gonna have to clue me in. Yeah, because no, uh, we're not gonna clue you in. You, you, <laughs> no, you stay out of it. You you deserve well, that break away from Twitter. You don't I'll, need to I'll take, care about this drama. I'll take that. Yeah, it's probably best for you to do that. They just sidestep yeah. it like we've been sidestepping. The, Whoa, Bills, what's going on? How you doing today, man? <laughs> what were you? Oh, Bills know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh boy, I, I'm I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling, you know. Uh, got a couple shows coming up. Really excited about that. Um, Christmas is coming up, obviously. This uh, this coming Tuesday, so definitely make sure that I see some family that day and. Just kind of soak that in before we get into this new year, because it's gonna be jam packed with stuff. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Christmas could be, you know, a, a low key. It could be an audition for some people who are social rejects and actually going after people on Twitter about video games. Christmas could be the perfect, you know, practice for you to to go into the new year as being a person that's not doing that type of activity. It is close to the new year. It's, it's it's a holiday. You get time to spend with your family, and you know the ones who do have families, and you can actually get away from this stuff on the internet, where you can just focus on stuff that better you instead of trying to argue with people about better being making the game better. So that that's just my advice as of between now and the end of the year. The new year is going to start, and then every we're just going to wipe the slate clean and start over. Anyway, I am VF Baller. You can find me on Twitter at VF Baller DJ. You can find him at DJ81. Bills, you can find him uh, at Bills Fourth. Even though he's with tumbleweeds not... going right through my uh, <laughs> right through my Twitter timeline. Yeah, yeah, Pretty tumbleweeds. Much. Yeah, you haven't typed anything in like four, three, four weeks. I got on today to hit up B5. Um, shout out to B5. Yeah. Since uh, you know, I actually do shout out people even when they're not here. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, um, yeah, definitely shout out to B5. I tried to get him on today, but I couldn't get in contact with him, so it's cool. Yeah, the door's we'll still open. Yeah. Door's always oh, open. Oh, and, and by the way, Bill, that was also a shot at you, too, because you didn't say anything either. <sighs> you, you know... You know, we we don't gotta live in the past, all right. All right so. You were being a hypocrite just a second ago. You know, I normally go after VF, and it's time to turn my guns towards you. Look, man, look, right. exact same thing. Look, look, you know, today is December nineteenth, all right. We ain't gonna talk about last week. You know, the past is the past, and you know, we're just gonna move forward, all right. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> 
Well, lady, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's just move forward. With that being said, we have a lot of stuff on the on the table. I mean, a lot of stuff on the table. Um, I I came up with the topic of talking about Carson Wentz and his injury. I know Bills want to talk about a few things as far as fight night, NBA Live 19, a um, couple things about history and sports. DJ has a couple few things he wants to talk about as well as far as his Redskins. And um, it, it's just a jam-packed show. We have a lot of stuff uh, going on. So um, if you um, find your way to, to find out that you like this uh, show, you can hit us up on SoundCloud or YouTube. Which, why wouldn't you? Yeah, that's exactly. Why wouldn't you, honestly? because I mean, Who wouldn't want gossip and people talking about, you know, what they think they know, but they really don't know shit about, you know? Well, you know, you know there's mm. one person that really defines us as that, and we don't want to Thank talk, whoa, listening. let's go ahead and talk about <laughs> these topics, because um, that person is famously irrelevant. Uh, Did he leave another comment in the last last? Uh, I have no, I have I no idea. And, and personally, oh, okay. it, you know, I, I'm, I'm gonna just put it like this. And I'm pretty sure that that person is gonna listen to our podcast. I'm just gonna leave. He's it He's our this. biggest fan right now. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm Thank just gonna you. leave it at this. The time has come. The time has passed. We've been dealing with that particular person for years. And at this point, we've all have basically grown up and just not even acknowledge the things that he's about. Um, There's been times that he has thought that I've been talking about him and I wasn't. And I I don't have to explain myself. I just let it. I just let it go. So and and I'm just going to leave it at that. Just let it all go. If he still feels the need that he wants to address us in his own way, that's fine. There's no reason for me to respond. And I'm pretty sure everybody here at First and Frame Rates feel the same. It, you it's know, all good, bro. Let it go. Exactly. Because you're still gonna listen every week. And I appreciate it. You know, right. I mean, I don't because I mean, I think we make good content at the end of the day. But when you are coming at you know at the situation in a negative light, and we're not making anything negative towards you, and vice versa, I don't think that there's a reason to even you know deal with it. We're here trying to talk about topics about sports and sports gaming. I don't care who did what and when and where. My main thing is I must speak my truth, and I feel that that's what it is, and I'm going to let it go. If you're offended by it, that's not my problem. Yeah, especially when you got an open invitation up 95 to uh... – <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead. So, so the topics today. Man, yeah, let's go. Yeah, I mean, uh, let, let's talk about this Wentz injury, though, because Wentz has uh-huh. another back injury. And I said another because he had one back in college. And it is a, um, what is a stress fracture? Yeah, in his, stress in his, fracture. A stretch fracture. A stress oh, fra- wow. fracture in his Jeez. vertebrae. I said it too fast. Shrinking. Yeah. I know, right? Hey, listen, I've been. I've been. Bro. Anyway, oh, wow. <laughs> he has a stress fracture and um, is is basically a. This could be a big problem if some people, and and, and I'm not trying to call out the Eagles fans because I, I don't have an issue with them, but they, they really don't have, care. Call them out. Yeah, I mean they have a they, they really have to look They're at this from a it. serious. They have to look at it from a serious issue because. This guy could possibly end his career if they don't watch it. Even with as much rest as he get, a back injury is a back injury. It flares up and it goes. And him playing quarterback, he's one blind side. Hell, he's he's any type of hit away from having continuously having that back injury. Um, Bills, what what are your thoughts about this injury and how significant it could be and possibly the future of the Eagles? 
Well, we talked about this prior to um, coming on the podcast. I mean, this is an injury where doing any normal everyday thing could cause a lot of pain, a lot of stress in his back uh, from tying your shoes to um, even normal stretches that you would do and think, you know, this, this is just a normal everyday activity, reaching for salt across the table, things like that. Right. Um, and, and, and stop right there. We're not saying yeah. that we're medical experts or anything. We're we're just guys that know that actually played football, and we've seen people with back injuries, and yeah. just us living our everyday lives with back injuries, uh, that, knowing about them, knowing that they linger. Yeah, I mean, this is a situation where he is gonna have to really take it easy, and I don't know if physical therapy will help. That's something that obviously the doctors will have to figure out. But, I mean, I think the season is pretty much over this year. There's no reason for him to step back on the field for these last two games. He just needs to uh, chill out and get as many opinions on this as possible and kind of digest all of them and figure out what the best route is to, um, you know, go forward because it's a situation as a Philly quarterback where you're not going to have a lot of time to repair that relationship with the fans if you come out and stink it up next year. You're just not. Um. I mean, Philly's hard on all of the stars in the city when they play bad. And when they play well, they still kind of, you know, they, they're they a bit skeptical about it. So he's going to have to really – I mean, that he's a mobile quarterback. You know, that's definitely going to affect him. Right. And uh, as far as rotating your hips and turning to throw the ball to certain spots, it might feel a bit weird with the tightness in your back. That's another thing. Um, so yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It, 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 I don't know how similar it is to Tony Romo's injury, but you're still dealing with, with vertebrae that, that stuff don't, they can tell you that it heals over time. The only thing it does, it just gets better. It can get tweaked. It can get tweaked and get injured just like that. Once again, very easily. You only have one spine. You only have one vertebrae, your neck, knee, in your in your spine, those three things you don't want to mess with. DJ, what what are your thoughts? Now, I know y'all say y'all weren't health experts, but I'm a certified personal trainer. But that I'm is not true. a doctor. That That's true. That's true. So I know his program and after rehabilitation is gonna to have to be spot on in order for him to really recover. If he's definitely not going to come back at 100%. He's probably going to be like at 90 and then going down from then on. So it's going to progressively I would say it'll get better as he rests, but once he gets back into the swing of things again, it's going to progressively get worse. It's a stress fracture. So I know personally that back injuries can linger. I know we discussed this before we got on the podcast was that I still have my back injury uh, or the effects of it uh, from a high school game, sophomore year in high school. I intercepted a pass. Somebody grabbed my jersey from behind. This is back in the day when jerseys weren't tight. They were loose. Mm -hmm. So somebody grabbed my jersey, spun me around, slammed me to the ground, and half of me is up in the air, and the other half face first into the ground. Powell falls on top of me probably holding me backwards so mm-hmm. having that tension on that back and i don't know what I, I really don't know didn't know what happened at that time but i know that after a while my lower back is slightly arthritic but between that time from when i injured it 
to now, I didn't really, because I didn't know what was going on, I didn't really take care of it the way I should have. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. With Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles, they're going to have to really be careful. Uh, obviously, sit them for the rest of the season. Go with Nick Foles and just see what happens. Get the opinions. Follow the medical staff. Get an independent medical staff opinion. Get with trainers and work it out that way and yeah. see what happens next year and just take it one day at a time. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that because, I mean, I'm not saying that the guy's career is over, but most people are thinking that everything is hunky-dory once he has this, you know, this time to sit out for the rest of the year. I think he should sit the rest of the year. But, I mean, he may not play any preseason games. He may play the first game of the season, and he, he may be fine. But let's not – I don't want nobody start tripping if this man gets hit again and then – he has another, you know, his back is still an issue again. I mean, that's basically what put Tony Romo out of business. And, oh, and, we're, and I'm sorry to interrupt. We're also forgetting one thing, the mental aspect of it, of any in- injury that people go through. It's the mental aspect of it. Is he going to be thinking about it? I'm sh- More than likely he is. So do you want somebody back on the field that's going to be thinking about, oh, um, if I get hit, I may be done? Or somebody right. who may be more confident in feeling he can take a hit if you set him out and wait till next year. It's, it's just so many factors because not only him taking a hit, he likes to move. Tony Romo was not necessarily a mobile quarterback, but Wentz does like to move around in the pocket. I mean, one turn in the pocket could, you know, or he can like spin around to get away from a, uh, a, from a defensive lineman, roll out on a bootleg. Hell, he can even run and slide. It's just so many things that you can't, you know, you really don't want to speculate, but I'm just trying to keep it on a realistic expectation. Like, this dude could really end up having issues, and I just want people, mostly, you know, Philly fans, to really be mindful of that. I mean, they could, the other be, thing... they could be mad all they want, but that's the reality of it. I don't I don't wish it on them, but, I mean, that's just the truth. The other thing is, um, I just I just looked up a video of a doctor talking about it, and I found that it actually isn't a lower back, which I mean, Jesus Christ, that's, that's like worse. the worst place. Yeah. Um, that's that, what I'm, that's, that's what I have. That me too. I mean, I'll have days where I'll get up and I'll be able to, you know, take like a mile, two mile walk. The next day, won't be able to do that same walk. And You'll I'm, start I'm, to feel the pain in your lower back, and it, you know. People think, oh, it's just back spasms. No, it's not back spasms. No, and I'm the, I'm the complete opposite. Like me, I have to like really stretch a lot before I mm-hmm. get going. Yeah. And, you know, if I'm doing physical work, I have to do a lot of stretching because if I just do maybe four, maybe five minutes of stretching, it, it, it may not be enough. I may have to go into almost 10, you know, 10 minutes of like really stretching my lower back before I like say if I want to move furniture or if I want to move this, move that. Or just do, you know, anything that involves a lot of bending, you know. So. Yeah, because for me, my back starts to warm up as I um, do whatever activity it is, whether it's right. running or playing basketball or whatever it may be. But that will never fully go away, I don't think, unless no. I have some type of surgery or whatever. But for me, it's not really that pressing of an issue. I'm not a professional athlete. This isn't something that is going to plague me in, you know, my my career. So, 
um, it's just more of a nagging thing when I try to play a sport or something right. of see, that nature. That's the thing. You you have a, a back injury that doesn't involve the vertebrae. Because, mm-hmm. see, like I said, you can have surgery and have that, you know, have that fix. When you're dealing with the vertebrae, that, that that's a lot to deal with. And if you were, if you were willing to do something like that as far as surgery, you may not even be able to play again. Yeah. You know, so, it, I mean, like I said, just people just need to keep certain things in perspective. It's okay if you use your backup quarterback and win games. It's okay if you keep this dude and win games. I know a lot of people are attached to Carson Wentz. I, I get it. He's done a lot for the city or whatever. But do you want to be in a situation where he never plays again? Or do you want to be in a situation where there's a possibility that he won't? You just got to keep it expectations kind of, you know, leveled. Because you don't want to be that person to be all shocking all when people try to tell you so. You know, I mean, that's all I'm saying. Uh, anything else y'all want to add to this? Because, um, I mean, I know yeah. Bill's got to, or well... Any one of y'all can go to our next topic if you want to. DJ can go since he missed last week. All right. All right. So, we in the news. Uh, Monte Nicholson of the Washington Redskins went down, not with an injury. He went with a fight outside of a, a, a bar or wherever it was, somewhere in Virginia. And I, was, I, hadn't, I actually literally was in the neighborhood. When it when this took place, but apparently it was a like a beer night or something like that, and this was caught on TMZ. So y'all can go check out the video. It's it's hilarious because this dude is just screaming off camera. That's my dude. That's my like he's not screaming. I don't think he's screaming for Nicholson. I think he's screaming for the dude that Nicholson is about to knock out, and Nicholson proceeds to knock him out. Like he kept he threw him to the ground at one point. And then he picked he the dude got up he went after him again people trying to hold Nicholson back and Nicholson just hit him one time knocked him clean out so I'm looking at it right now oh wow so as of right now the Redskins have suspended I don't think they've outright suspended him but they put him on the reserve non-injury list for the rest of the season pretty yeah, much yeah Monte they place him on the NFL reserve list. Yeah, so he's pretty, he's done for the season, but I put a little I added a little spin to it. I put posted on Twitter. I was like, "See, if the Redskins were winning on the field, Nicholson wouldn't have to go off the field to win." <laughs> so, when when you don't win games as a team, the Cleveland Browns notice for sure cuz look where they're at right now. They're winning they're winning games when it's necessary for them to get into the playoffs. The Redskins not so much, even though they barely squeaked out a win against Jacksonville. When you do not win on the field, there's no way you can possibly win off the field. So that was just another black eye to the Redskins organization, a series of black eyes that apparently the organization never learns or recovers from. So it's... My, my my thing is, if you're a professional athlete, dude, you you shouldn't be out and about that late. You should know better. I, 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 see, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just gonna on, leave it on. at that. You know. Yeah, you you got to leave it at that because you can't be sitting here. I, I, I know it's under advisement, but he's grown. He's, yeah, he's, he's grown as man. I mean, but, but you see, you I'm see like what, some people need to know their limits. Yeah, but I, you, I do agree with that. People right, need you see to know happened, their limits. Yeah, you see what happened to Tabo Cephalosha and that other guy in Atlanta when he went up to New York. He got shot, mm-hmm. and 
you know, I mean, you just got to be careful with stuff. Like, I'm not saying that. Wait, 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 wait. I thought he got, uh, well, he got shot by the cops, though. Yeah, yeah, but still, you know. But he had no control over that, though. If he never went out. Oh, here we go. No. <laughs> all I have to say about this, all I have to say about this is that I wish this happened to every fan that talks shit to professional athletes from that invisible wall. Nah, I agree with that. That's that, probably what that they stand behind, and and that's what I think. Um, I'm pretty sure that was the case. I I love it. I love it. I I don't like it for his career, but I I like seeing fans get their comeuppance. And if that's not what happened, and he's just fighting dudes, and you know, shame on him. But I'm sorry. I I hope that it was a fan that was talking I'm, shit and and got knocked the fuck out. I, I'm, I'm about sorry. I'm about I'm about ninety five to ninety ninety to ninety five percent sure that's what happened. Yeah. I mean, you're 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 out there in Virginia. And you know, this probably was a Redskin fan. Probably was upset that the fact that the the way the season went. Probably started talking right. shit and got a shit bust. Fan talking shit. There's a lot of Cowboys fans in in the DMV. It could be that, that too. Might be, it that could might be, be that too. Could be that too. But the point is, these fans and people in the society in general have to realize that I'm sorry, but there comes a point in time, little boys and girls, where. You ha- you can't hide behind that little invisible wall that is Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and and YouTube. You can't hide behind that anymore because you will get knocked the fuck out. I think it's about time. It's a harsh people, reality. Some of them should get knocked out for yes. being obnoxious. I agree. Yes, mm-hmm. I complete. Jaleel Okafor knocked a bunch of these Southy fucking oh, racist pieces one. of shit on, on the causeway. Just knocked them out. I loved it. He got suspended for a game or so, but, you know, he's still in the NBA. His career's still going, and they probably have their job wired shut somewhere. I enjoy, I like it. I mean, that's what I'm saying. If you, you talk shit and you roll up on somebody, like, it's yeah. not even got to be a professional athlete. It's just anybody. You roll up on somebody talking shit, nine times out of ten, I say ten times out of ten, you should get your shit bust. I, I do yeah. agree with that. Yeah, that's the type of energy I'm about. If you're going to if you're gonna talk trash, don't don't call it a and – and that's another thing. I was actually discussing it with my mother the other day. Um – she she said, uh, you know, she talks about these athletes that get into fights and you know, they get charged for assault. Not even athletes, but just people in general. I don't agree with that. I think if two people get in a fight and one gets their ass kicked, the other shouldn't be charged with assault. That's not an assault. That's you getting your ass whooped. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I just I, I don't I don't like where that's going. It's not assault. You didn't roll up and ambush them. Y'all got in a fight. Both of y'all uh, put your hands up and said, all right, let's go. And one of y'all got fucked up. End the story. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, I, but, I but you know, you I, can't I, handle that in society anymore. You can't handle things like that anymore. Yeah, so. That's what I'm It goes both ways. My, I, I'm always been on the, I, I've been on the side of just being aware of your surroundings, especially that time of night, especially if you're a prominent athlete because you have a lot to lose. But then I again, I, I feel where Bills is coming from too. If you're out and about and somebody rolls up on you with the bullshit, you know, you, you treat them as such. Yeah. I do agree with that. So um, I don't like I don't like the I don't like the I don't like the idea that celebrities should be held to a higher moral standard when really they are just extremely great at what they do for a living. Okay, if we're not gonna hold doctors and the, the motherfucker who takes argument. yeah, I'm about to say yeah, that's the Shannon Shop argument. You're right. Got order at McDonald's to the same moral standard that we do as a an athlete or entertainer then we have to be looked at as hypocrites because quite frankly, their morals don't change based on how great or mediocre they are at something. That's just my opinion. I agree. I mean, you think about it not, I mean, I talked about this on my, on the Thanksgiving episode when I, at the end of the episode, I was like, basically 
everybody has a role in society to do something even if you're not good at it if you're doing it you're you are actually paying uh, you're actually doing a service to help society move no matter if you're sweeping leaves or if you're you know busting tables to the person who a head coach of an nfl team everybody has their role in doing something so it's nothing necessarily to diminish it if you if you're making an honest living there's nothing wrong with that yeah you know, so, I mean, but uh, anything you else want to add to that? Because I know there's something else Bill's wanted to talk about that involves fights, <laughs> you know, but. Uh... <laughs> Sanctioned fights. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was playing UFC 3 the other day, which um, eh, it's a decent game. I still think UFC Undisputed 3, uh, back when THQ made the games, were just far superior. Man, but... THQ made some great games before they went bankrupt, yo. They did. I mean, that that's still the best UFC or, I guess, MMA game in general that's been made, I think, was. UFC Undisputed 3, and that was, of course, coincidentally the last one that they put out. But, nonetheless, UFC 3 had uh, two characters from Fight Night Undis- or Fight Night Champion, I'm sorry. Um, Andre Bishop, who was the main character, and Isaac Frost, who was you, the main antagonist. And you know what? To this day, that is still like one of the best single-player sports. Hey, we can talk about long shot all we want. We can talk about all this other bullshit my player stuff. That that single players uh, in in Fight Night Champions probably like one of the best stories that I played like in any sports title. I completely agree. That one was really good. I found it interesting that they put them in there because I don't know if this is an attempt to gauge people's interest in another Fight Night or what it is, but I don't find it coincidental that they put them in there. So I'm hoping that this leads to another fight night, especially with the rise of boxing and popularity again. Boxing's coming back. Um, you know, you had the big fight with Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, and obviously uh, they're moving to a streaming service instead of on HBO. You know, they got uh, DAZN now as a streaming service that they have for boxing fights. So I really hope this leads to another fight night because I downloaded Fight Night Champion on the Xbox One uh, X, Mm-hmm. Yesterday and I've been playing it ever since. So, yeah. No, I, need... I think I think they've been trying to get a feel of Fight Night ever since they put it on the Xbox One backwards compatibility. I'm actually surprised it's not on PlayStation now. But I mean that you know I'm not getting into the console wars or whatever. But just for the fact that they're trying to engage to see what people think about um, these titles or that title. Um, I, I, there's no question that they're trying to get a feel of people want another boxing game. I, I'm pretty sure. There's no coincidence that they've been putting Fight Night, I mean, in UFC 3. There's no coincidence that they put it on Xbox One. And um, like I said, I'm pretty sure that they didn't put it on PlayStation as well because of EA Access. And have you noticed that there's not too... I don't think there's any EA games on PlayStation now. Now, do you think that the reason... They've been waiting to put out another fight night is because perhaps Floyd Mayweather, who was the top of the bo- um at the top of the boxing chain at the time, his asking price was a bit too high. Maybe they were trying to wait until he kind of um left the boxing game and now Deontay Wilder or Anthony Joshua or Canelo, somebody like that, can now be on the cover and, you know, be a prominent name in the game where they won't really need a, a Floyd Mayweather. I kinda think well, that's from, why from a money from a money standpoint, that's brilliant, honestly. Yeah. 
I kind of think that's why. I mean, I think that if they put out a game, say, five years ago and it didn't have Floyd Mayweather in it, people wouldn't buy it. But now I don't think they would really care as much. Yeah, I think they're probably waiting for him to be weeded on out. Yeah. He pushed out the back door. And, so and hopefully then... that's right. Yeah, man. Yeah. DJ, you got any thoughts about that? Is DJ still mm-hmm. there? Oh. No, no I'm here. <laughs> I just I haven't been playing UFC. And I'm like, I remember playing Fight Night back in the day. I really, it's been a while since I played Fight Night, so I really don't have much thoughts about it. I would like to see another Fight Night. It's still an amazing game, man. Yeah, it, it, it still plays very well. I, I, think, so I think that the, even the outside of the story mode, if you had did the, the career mode to be number one, it, it, it's, it's done very well. And just um, to pop it in and get an authentic feel just for boxing, it, it's it's a really good game to just put in and have an authentic match of boxing. Plus, of course, you can go in and edit the boxers, which was mm-hmm. another cool thing. And I actually had a Floyd Mayweather um, that somebody made that I had downloaded. Unfortunately, I think the uh, creation suite is down now, the servers for it. But, I mean, just imagine they could easily put out another game and just have a creation suite. If Floyd Mayweather's not in there, they can, I know somebody can make an accurate depiction of Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, I, yeah, because oh, yeah, because tell you the truth, the the last I know just just to talk, bring up uh, UFC again, mm-hmm. I find myself boxing more in the UFC game. So I, technically, yeah. I'm inkling for another boxing game because yeah. I don't even I like as far as the UFC games, I never really you know got into the to the grappling aspect and the and the it wasn't the fun. controls. I yeah. just kept it straight up. I was like you know boxing like and then just. Like, I was kickboxing mm-hmm. instead I, I, of, like, grappling. So. I think with the UFC games, and, I mean, I, I don't mind watching it. i just never been a UFC type of guy. Like, when the beta came out, when when the beta codes came out, what I do with them, Bills? I always gave them to you. Yeah, I always gave it to you. I gave the beta to the Bills every single time because I'm, I'm not that big on UFC. But when mm-hmm. you look at the video game aspect of it, Fight Night is more intuitive. Fight Night is more user-friendly. And it goes all the way back to Mike Tyson punch out. When ever since back then, people could relate to playing a boxing game. Ever since back in the late '80s, early '90s, and, and to this day, like UFC is still it's not a new sport, but it's more coming on to the television and the mainstream. And when it comes as a video game, most people be like, "Okay, this is like a little bit too much to do for me to play a game," because this is a lot to do to grapple, submit put them on the ground, do this, that, and that. But most people can relate to, let me throw these couple of jabs and uppercuts. You know, Uh it's it's just more user-friendly. So, Well, and the other issue to me is that um, just on a sim level, I think what got me into UFC Undisputed 3 uh, so much was the grappling was great and it looked like what you would see in real life as far as the struggle. Right. UFC 3, you can't really keep a fight on the ground for a whole round. Not in a realistic aspect where you literally hold the person in a position for a whole round, trying to gain a more dominant position, but at the same time, you, you feel that struggle. UFC 3 still has that arcade feel where um, you have situations where you can get up from a position just with one feral swoop, and it's not like that in real life. You don't just get a professional wrestler or a professional jujitsu fighter off of you just that easy. Yeah, I, I think that's one thing about UFC. That's probably the one game that you don't want that's too sim. 
That's that's another thing about UFC. You don't want it to be too similar where the controls are kind of well, all over the place. Well, UFC. Well, see, here's the thing. UFC three would also sell a manual on the side, which would give you the strengths and weaknesses and the blueprint to beating every single fighter on the game. Now, when you give that, people okay. get interested because. You know, if you wanted to know how to beat Brock Lesnar, then you would go in the manual and it would tell you how to beat Brock Lesnar, right, whether it was right. leg kicks or whatever. Don't get taken down, blah, blah, blah. So that was another game that was unapologetic. Is Bill still there? Now, you could absolutely oh. just have a stand-up fight. Yeah, you could, you could absolutely just have a stand-up fight if you wanted to put the difficulty down. But once you get up to the harder levels, that's when you really had to read that manual and figure out exactly how you were going to beat certain guys because, I mean... Yeah, I get what you're saying from that aspect. I'm just talking about from a control standpoint. Like, what, what you're saying, what beats what, yeah, I mean, I get it, but when yeah. somebody's actually playing the game and they got to find out they have to do so much with the controller to do certain things, a lot of people don't like the the non-user-friendly aspect of it. Not to say that it's not a successful game. It's just that I know when those type of games come about, like fighting or whatever, a lot of people want to have controls that are more intuitive than them to catch on really quickly. I think that's why Fight that's Night... True. Yeah, that's why I think that Fight Night is still revered because everybody knows how to throw that jab and that punch and that straight, that uppercut. They even know how to grapple and let go. They know how to bob and weave. It, it's very easy to do those things. But the flip side of that... Everything it looks like what you see in a boxing match, and I think that's what makes. I think that's the blueprint to a lot of sim games. It's like you got to make the controls simple, but it has to be what you see in real life. I think that's like the perfect antidote to make a real sim game. And I think and remember what, they changed the controls from Fight Night Three to Fight Night Champion because Fight Night Three you had to do the full rotation to throw a hook, and right. you had to do. So I, I I can understand from that perspective, but I mean, um, you know. UFC Undisputed Three, they they had controls that were pretty simple. Um, you could you could pretty much learn them quickly, and then there was also the skill gap where if you wanted to learn advanced moves, which you would have to once you started playing the computer at um, higher difficulty levels, then of course you still had that option. So I think there was a perfect balance there between um, accessibility and um, you know a skill gap. So. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's one thing that turns off some people with NBA 2K. The the controls to me, they're fantastic, but for some people to do certain moves, they may feel like it's a little bit too much. And I think yeah. that's one reason why a lot of Michael said a lot. That's why some people tend to go to NBA Live. And with that, we can segue to that because I know you said there were some improvements to NBA Live. Probably. And yeah, so um, uh, just share with all our listeners what has been going on with that game. So, I mean, I don't think I need to really go through the whole entire history of NBA Live 19. Uh, the demo was great. The game came out. It was uh, pretty bad. Um, very yeah, the, demo, the demo was very good. Street, very, yeah. The, the demo was, you know, sim and uh, had a lot of good aspects, ball tangibility, defense, all that. But once the game came out, you alluded to it a bunch of times on the show, just street ball atmosphere on the NBA court, which yeah, you can't they, have. They had, to, they had to patch that in because even the NBA games was like you're on the Venice Beach. It, yeah. it was pretty bad at first. So, uh, of course, I have been talking about something. Oh, here we go. Uh, I've been talking about something that has been plaguing the game, which is um, 
the freaking uh, AI pickups where they pick the ball up because they got bumped. It's like, come on, there's no reason they should be doing that on Superstar. You know right. what I'm saying? And you don't see that in basketball. These are some of the best basketball players in the world. If they, not the best. Right, if not the best. I mean, so that's the situation that they had to fix. And it looks like they tweaked it a little bit. They didn't completely fix it, but they tweaked it. So that's good. The other thing that they did was make the ball a bit more tangible on shot blocks because there are a lot of times where it seemed like you couldn't block shots in certain situations from certain positions, where now it's actually a lot better blocking shots. So uh, I, give them, I give them props for that. Uh, long overdue, but, you know, um, yeah. they, made it, they made it work. The, game, that, the game's the game's ten dollars now on PS Plus. Yep. What you so, think, DJ? Uh, yep, that's ten dollars more than what it's worth. Um, <laughs> still waiting on that 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 free that free promotion. Yeah, you've you been know, you've been screaming that this game should be free for a while. It's bro. getting closer. <laughs> NBA NBA <laughs> Live nineteen. Once you hit zero, NBA Live nineteen and me and VF said this. It should be free for anybody who bought NBA Live fourteen. Yeah, or eighteen. Well, I didn't buy eighteen, but still, anybody, any, anybody, anybody who bought, whoever went, whoever been through the struggle with if fourteen you or up, NBA Live sixteen or fourteen, you yeah. should have yeah. that game because those were two of the most insulting video games for the longest time. Oh my god, sixteen was so bad, bro. Uh. <laughs> sixteen, no, seriously, man. And I appreciate DJ getting it for me for free. But it that game was so bad, man. It it wasn't even funny. Off the backboard for the longest time. Yeah, and people were defending it. See, that's the part that I don't get. Why would you defend stuff that that's knowingly not in the sport, and you're just trying to defend it just to you know keep the hype alive? Same way you would tell us that uh you know uh the fullbacks weren't broken in Madden 15. I'm not gonna name names. Oh God. But anyway, um nonetheless. They made a lot of improvements to Live 19. Uh, you know, if a tree falls in a forest, it doesn't make a sound. Nobody cares. Uh, most people don't have the game. If you do have the game, why do you have the game? <laughs> no, so you got people in the community just going back and forth about this game, and it's just so bad. I'm not getting into the tweets. I'm not getting into who's getting into what. But once again, this community fights over themselves so much to the point where I don't think anybody's enjoying the game. I don't think people even give a damn about the game. I, I, I just think that, I'm going to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if they just, just cut this game off completely. I, I'm just going to be, be out there to be quite honest with you. Because nobody don't want to give, like what you just did, Bills, you gave this game more praise than the, 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 the closest NBA live game changer has. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? It's like they don't, they're, they're too busy arguing with each other, and I don't see anybody playing the game like that on this level. I've been on Skype last um, last night watching Street Fighter Five, but I you look on the list of what games are being played. I think Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. You said Skype? Watching? I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm about to say. I was on Twitch. I'm sorry, I was on <laughs> Twitch I watching. Skype got into the... This video stream? Was it? He has some type of private showing or something. <laughs> oh. Yeah, let's get away from that. Especially you were doing this time. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I was on Twitch watching Street Fighter Five, but if you look at the uh, list of all sure. the games that are being played, I think there's only no more than like maybe a hundred. I, I I didn't even look to see, but it's maybe anywhere between fifty. There may be even between oh, 50 and 100 people live streaming this game. And I, and I think that's being generous. In the world. 
in the world. Right. That's like that's like uh that's like Battlefield Hardline numbers on PC. Exactly. Oh, you brought up Mortal Kombat. What do y'all think of MK11? Have y'all seen the trailer? Oh, I saw that, the trailer. That, that's a bad, bro. I don't bro. care what they say. I actually like the music along with it. Yeah, what was up with that? People were tripping about the music. It was, it was because they're used to, like, heavy metal beats and stuff like that as far as go with any... Because that's been the mantra of uh, of Mortal Kombat all right. these years. Since it's the first like, one. the Mortal Kombat, like, the screaming, the, mm-hmm. the, like, the real heavy metal beats. And they did, like, mumble, they did a mumble rapper for this one. Which, to tell you the truth, was fitting because it kind of offset the... Because they, they toned up the, the gore in the trailer... So it's just like, just offset it with a little mumble rap. Yeah, I don't care for mumble rap. That was fine. I, 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 the music was fine. I didn't have oh, a yeah. with it. But I'm definitely buying the game. I mean, Mortal I'm Kombat X. I'm liking what I'm hearing, man. I'm liking what I'm hearing, yo. I mean, if you really think about it, Mortal Kombat honestly hasn't disappointed ever since it came back on the PS3. I mean, you know, the last, the Mortal Kombat on PS3, Xbox 360 was nice. Mortal Kombat X, XL. those The last two has been really good. So... I mean, I, I'm, I'm here for it. I, definitely. That and Dead or Alive 6. I'm getting both of those, like, ace. They're adding what I heard um, they basically had in Injustice 2. Which That's was, what I figured was. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same developer, same company. So Yeah, they all do the same, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm so that's an easy switch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, with, I'm, I'm, I'm with that. Anything else y'all got? Um, I, I just pulled up Twitch real quick. There are seven live streams going on right now. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yo, and, I can, yo, I and can none go of them, And none of them involve the franchise. Yo, I'm a, I, can go on, or, I can go on Origin right now, and I know right now I'm on my computer. It'll probably mess up the, live, the, the, the recording. But I can promise you there's more people on Hardline right now than those people are streaming. And that's, that's sad. Because at least Hardline on PC has one, maybe two dedicated servers of people about 45 or 50 people. Every game's time only I... been out, what, five months? Uh-huh. The game's only been out, what, five months? Yeah, the game's only been out for, like, yeah, since uh, September. And it's already yeah. at $10. At $10 with seven people streaming at the time of this recording. That, that's terrible. With the first price drop happening before the season even started. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's when you say you, th- you thought the game was going to be free by Christmas. <laughs> you're ten, you're ten dollars cool. off. We got a week away. I'm, yeah, you're right. right. It might end up being a little free giveaway with you know a, a new Xbox. I, I, I can uh, see it now. It could be like it could be like some, some Christmas some Christmas <laughs> Eve special. All of a sudden, it should be zero dollars on Xbox like, Live and PS4. Hey, hey, look, you don't got no money to buy somebody a gift? Just go and pick it up off the shelves and get your receipt at the. Yo, you, you know what though? You know what though? Y'all might. Store, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Thank goodness somebody took it off the shelf. <laughs> yo, yo, I wouldn't be surprised because the NBA season, the unofficial beginning of the season is the Christmas Day games. So why I wouldn't be free at that time? Yeah. If you order a game NBA Game Pass, you get a free copy of NBA Live. Not hell, if you, hell, if you just cut, <laughs> just show proof that you changed the channel to NBA on TNT, you you will send the game oh, to you. Just show oh, us proof that it's on your cha- on, on your screen. <laughs> so there's no reason. There's no reason a seafood platter should cost more than NBA. <laughs> I'm not oh, God. That's bad, man. <laughs> it's bad. No, you you bull, you you bull, you bullshitting right now. At ten dollars, you can get some. 
you can get a pretty decent large combo at Wendy's for more than that. You can get like what, uh, what three gallons of gas? Jesus yeah. Christ! Yo, like seriously, three. you can go get a like where, here in South Carolina. You can go get a baconator with large fries in a drink, and I think it comes out to like ten ninety nine. In this come game, on, is ten dollars. South Carolina, you can pretty much buy a trailer park for that. Much. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad, man. No, that's terrible. It's, it's so many that's... things you can buy that cost more than NBA Live right now. That's oh, terrible. Um, but uh, but one more thing, one more thing. Um, I put this question out on Twitter earlier as well, and it was concerning live. Has anyone seen any in-game injuries take man. place? Man. He already Crickets. know that. Already Crickets. Know Crickets. Crickets. Any in-game injuries, please somebody tell us. Not simulated injuries. Thank you. I'm glad oh. you cleared that up because oh. I, I cleared that up on the tweet. But yeah, because yeah, so somebody told me it was like, oh, I see injuries. This injury was right here. No, did you witness somebody get hurt? I, I got a funny one for y'all. Uh-oh. So QJB, I just happened to be scrolling down my YouTube uh, oh, here page. We go. For some reason, they said that you know, they're recommending QJB videos. Whatever. So, Marshawn Lynch has his mobile game out called Marshawn Lynch Football, right? Oh, this is interesting. Uh-oh. Okay. Tell me why they have in-game injuries in a mobile game and they what? don't have them in NBA Live 19. Wow. <laughs> Bro, it's like a backbreaker type game. You know how they had the, uh, what did they call it in backbreaker? Tackle Alley. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He was playing that mode, and he got injured while running the ball with Marshawn Lynch. They have in-game injuries in Marshawn Lynch football on mobile, and they don't have in-game injuries in NBA Live 19. So this is that, that now. Please understand how does this, how does a mobile game have more features than a full-fledged quarter? Yo, and this game, game actually looks good. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, I'm looking at it too. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> Nice physics, too. His thumbnail was him, uh, Marshawn Lynch, laying on the ground with an injury and, like, a, uh, like the, the cross for first aid or whatever, like, mm-hmm. right next to his uh, his leg. Who said mobile games can't prosper? Uh, somebody on Weapon Wheel, I guess. There's another mobile game that was supposed to come out, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, but seriously though, I'm looking at this. This do not look bad at all. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't it at all. looks really good. It... <sighs> yeah, it plays well too. The juke is yo. I wouldn't be surprised if people from Backbreaker were somehow behind that because they the have ju- to yeah, be. Yeah, they, they have to be. This looks the same too similar. Yeah. yeah, the juke actually looks like the juke from Backbreaker, a bit more refined. When you watch the video, yeah, I mean, you gotta run through the, you gotta run through the little areas to get points. You gotta, you gotta dodge the tackler. Hold up, let me, I'm, I'm gonna pull up the, the company. It says fullfat.com. Yeah, fullfat.com. Oh man, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Cal Anderson, uh-huh. Damon Grow, uh-huh. they all should be ashamed of themselves. This is, this is terrible. That. Anyhow, NBA Live should be ashamed of itself. This game has injuries. This is a mobile game that actually done like it looked like it, it has promise. And you got people fraud and putting out NCAA 11 as a game of their own. Right. How you pick one of the worst NCAA games of all time and use that and say that's your game? 
why don't you put a blurry version of like NCAA 14 up? At least people will be like, oh, this game has promise. Like, no. Ugh, whatever. That's terrible. I, I don't know. I mean, let, let, let's talk about. Um... I want, to, I want to talk about a little bit of college sports before I get out of here. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. One more thing. I, I wanted to throw this in here because before you leave the video gaming uh, field whatsoever, not necessarily breaking news. People already heard about it, but uh, Maximum Football, uh, they just, let's see, I guess invested in a uh, motion capture studio. I think the... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You did say that. That that's that's big news, though. Yeah. So they are looking to, and this was based on community feedback, uh, where they want to replace all their animations for next year's game. So okay. Uh, let me let me see the name of the studio. Let me see. Is damn. I had it up for a split second. Damn. I can't find it now. But it's a it's a small studio that they that oh there it is fast mo studios if you go their twitter is actually at fast mo underscore studios if they have only released two tweets they only have 10 followers and i'm gonna about to be number 11 so i'm definitely take a look at them and i guess be on the lookout for what maximum is going to do next year yeah that, that's actually man i'm gonna be i'm gonna be on the lookout for that that's pretty cool um, I, I'm not sure if you guys... Wait a minute. What's up? Has this always been called Doug Flutie's Maximum Football? No. That was the other thing. No. Remember we talked about this? And I yeah. was like, Doug Flutie had attached himself to Maximum Football. It was Canadian Football at first. Right, and then right. the name got changed to Maximum Football for this year. And then Doug Flutie joined on late. So yeah. Doug has his name attached to it. That's why I talked about Axis. And the, Maxima has the Spring League in there, too. That's why I was talking about Axis having that the league we previously talked about attached to their game. Mm. Okay. That's where I got all that idea from was because Maximum Football had already done that. Let me hmm. tell you something. They, they, um, they, they have, a, they have a, um, a chance to go far with this. To be honest with you, with Doug Flutie's name being on it and he's uh-huh. jumping on board with it and they're getting motion capture. I mean, don't get me wrong, Axis is doing great, but I mean, you, you looking at what's going on with this game, this could be something fairly big. You have these new leagues uh, popping up that we talked about last week. Somebody yep. said they were going to but. Well, whatever. Um, but you know what? <laughs> the fact that. You know, these games, they're already out. They're available. They're alternatives to, you know, the current football game with Madden. That should be enough to get – that really should be enough to be excited and just, you know, jump on these games whether you want to, like, outright support them or not. But at the same time, it also puts more fire on this – was it IMV Gaming to finally – Another scam. Invest in a studio where they can release some type of gameplay instead of taking all these people money. But hey, okay, who who's believing in IMV gaming? Let's be honest. Not, not me. But I don't I, know, but I, I got breaking news. This B Five is streaming right now, and I'm about to crash the hell out of his his stream. Be like, uh-oh. yo, why don't you come on the podcast today? Yeah, do that, do that, <laughs> do that, do that. It's okay. The doors are still open. 
still open. No, nah, I know he's not always. Uh, he's not always. Yeah, he got also, yeah, yeah he, he's always. I mean, he's on the West Coast too, because I mean, he. Be oh, he's different. playing. Um, uh, uh, Rainbow Six. Yeah, uh, this actually looks kind of fun. Yeah, Rainbow Six is nice, man. Oh yeah. No, no, I have I have Rainbow Six, but after they added all the modes, I kind of um stopped playing. Yeah. Oh, I want to talk about so I don't know if y'all want to add this as a weekly topic, but I thought it would be cool to do uh this day in sports history. Oh man. Oh Um, good. Yeah, because I actually found something. I was like, you know, uh, VF was asking about topics, so I figured I would go and find something and Actually, this is interesting. So, this day in sports history, 2010, miracle at the Meadowlands. Philadelphia Eagles trail New York Giants by 21 points with eight minutes left to play before scoring four touchdowns in the final seven minutes, including a dramatic walk-off punt return for a touchdown by Deshaun Jackson. Let me tell you, when he ran that punt back, man, first he dropped it. Mm-hmm. Then he picked yep. it up. He kind of looked around for a second. was like, holy shit, y'all left the middle open? Yeah, <laughs> and just dipped. I remember that year. That that was a that was a crazy year. Yeah, that was a good that was a good game to watch too. I remember seeing that. That was bomb ass Kevin Cobb. Kevin Cobb. He got injured the very first game. Michael Vick came in late in the fourth, I think, and he um they were facing the Packers and they almost pulled that one out. And then uh he played well that year. He played really well. They have a website dedicated to this. To what? To this day in sports history. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably where I found it. There was nothing else really interesting that I could find, so. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's one thing that happened. I mean, we could, I I definitely made that a topic. I I have no problem with that. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with that, so. uh, Yeah, I I know that that always keeps the Eagles fans, like, you know, happy. Instead of talking about a quarterback with a a messed up back, so. Or the fact uh, that you got him eating shit, but. Oh yeah, that's that's another highlight, right? Um, the most famous fan is like fat and gelatinous and a loser. <laughs> it, anyway, um, I have um. Before we close it, I just want to speak on my experience going to the bowl game. I went to the Camellia Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama. Went to see my Georgia Southern Eagles play Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan has one player. One player that's, that declared himself for the draft, Max Crosby, and I didn't know that, so I was actually interested in watching him play. Um, he did okay. Um, based on what I seen in the game, I don't think he's going to be that good in the NFL, but who knows? Who knows? That's just me. He, he He's leaving his junior year to go to the NFL. But um, overall, the game was great. I enjoyed it. Georgia Southern won 23-21. And what it, what it has done for me, it actually made me go back and really think about the simplicity of college sports. Everybody talks about these top programs and, you know, it's big money in these big bowl games. It's big money in the national championship. What how top player, what top players going to what school. But when you actually look at a mediocre uh, to average to above average team actually playing some of these games, it means a lot to them. And it, it it's something that I, I totally forgot about within the years of me not really attending to some of these games and and quite frankly i think college sports is probably the best it's the best product of sports that's out there in my opinion it's authentic it's real um these guys actually play their heart out no crazy money's involved or anything like that so these guys are actually playing for something and i saw these guys play for something even on the losing team with eastern michigan some of those guys put it all on the line 
And it's something I haven't really seen, even in professional sports. You know, you see some guys, they play hard, but you don't see the, you see a majority of them don't give it their all. And to see that, I thought that was really something special. And I mean, if you have your local team or a team that's close to you that you can go out and see, I highly recommend just going to see their basketball game or see their football game. Just go watch them play because it may not, you may not think it's entertaining because it's not on TV or you don't hear about them a lot on ESPN. But when you actually see those kids go out there and play, I think it's it's very entertaining because you actually see real players actually trying to play their hardest. And I, personally, I think that's what sports is all about. Um, I, I don't have anything else to say about that. I just wanted to share that. And uh, anybody else, if y'all got anything to add, you, you know, you, you, the floor is yours. No, yeah, that's cool. I mean, <clears throat> it's definitely cool to go and see your alma mater play. Um I I love college sports because the passion seems to be there and be more genuine based on the alumni and the folks who uh, currently go to the school. Yeah, as the, opposed crowd, the crowds to, are yeah, amazing, too. The crowds are as, amazing, too. As opposed to the Fairweather fans in a lot of these uh, big schools, um, the smaller schools seem to have a more loyal fan base, so it's definitely cool to go and see something like that. No yeah, doubt. I, I think I think with these bigger schools, you have a lot of people that just want to be a part of a winning culture instead of just being a part of a, a tradition. And there's something totally different between the two. I mean, like, say, for instance, um, look at Louisville, for for example. Louisville had a winning culture when, when, when Brian Brom and Michael Bush and, you know, um, Harry Douglas, even when Lamar Jackson and all of them were there. It was like now nobody even talks about Louisville. You know what I'm saying? It's like right. you have some people that are diehards. And, and, and what I said earlier is for those people who go to those games and want to see just people actually put it out there and actually play hard every time they go out there and play. It's one thing I like about Georgia Southern. They know they're not, they know they're not going to be competing for a national title. Their, their goals are high, but they're limited. They want to win the Sun Belt. They want to be App State. They want to beat Georgia State. They want to go to a bowl game. They want to win the Sun Belt. They want to, you know, um, win a bowl game. And those small things don't seem significant until, because you don't see it on TV or whatever, but until you see it up close in person and you actually mm -hmm. watch that team beat their rival or you watch that team win a close game, or yep. hell, you even watch them win a bowl game for say for peak sakes. It, it you just have a different perspective on watching a, a a real football team actually play hard and actually give it their all. It's like you really pay. You feel like you paid for a product when you go to these games, or when you feel like your time is well spent when you watch a team like that. Compared to like you got players now that won't even want to play in their bowl games now because they're. Word about the NFL draft, and I'm not I'm not knocking it because you got to get your money on the back end when you go pro, but you can tell that the tradition of winning a Sugar Bowl or the tradition of winning a bowl game in general is just it goes out the window once you look at these you know these higher up college teams. Mm -hmm. You know it just it it it, it kind of sucks, but it is what it is. You know that I mean, that's why I, my face has been playing it to the TV all day looking at this the the you know, the recruiting classes that are coming in for signing day. I think it's like really neat that a lot of these high school players are actually going into the, some of these schools and actually going to try to compete and, and actually play hard. You know, I, I think that's cool, but um, I, I don't have What's anything up? else as far as the podcast go. I mean, if y'all got anything I want to add to the, any topics, you know, the floor is y'all's once again. Um, 
can't really think of anything. What about you? Yeah, I don't really have much either. I'm like, other than the fact that I just got skipped over in this last uh, topic. But let me, <laughs> let me add to that then, since I have before. Uh, I think for me, as far as like the, going back and talking about alma maters and stuff like that, I would have to go back to my high school to see because obviously the, the colleges I went to didn't have a football team or had any competitive sports team on the field. So but, but it's you nice. To, you was able to put on a helmet in a, in a, in a department store, though, right? Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Uh, I, I, I ain't shit, man. I ain't shit. It's shit. <laughs> but anyway. But it, it's always nice to go back and see my old high school. You know, they, they do well. They actually had a good record this year. They didn't really go. I don't, think, I don't know if they made the playoffs this year. But even just to go back and watch, not just necessarily the football team, but I just seen the other day, it was on video where my, my the high school basketball team, they beat our, our tribals. They're still our tribals. They will forever be our tribals because um, – for those that they're probably around where I'm at, I live in Columbia, Maryland, and my high school is Wild Lake High School. Okay. And to watch this video of Wild Lake High beating Oakland Mills, they were called the Scorpions. They were in like orange and black. We're like uh, green and gold. They're orange and black. Those are our school colors. But to watch the basketball game, come down to the final seconds of the ball game, one of our players hits a game-winning half-court shot. They were down by two, hits the game-winning half-court shot on their turf, and our fans stormed the court and celebrated while they were in shock. That's what I'm talking about. See, it's those type of moments that you don't see. Those are the type of moments that you don't, you know, you will see like a top 10 on Sports Center, and it's cool, but the next day, they're forgot about. But it's and just that's unfortunate, yeah. Yeah, those are the type of things I'm talking about. Like, that's what, to me, that's what sports is about. Because like, the if we really want to go back and talk about, like, going back, I, let's just go back to when we played at that level. I'm like, we can skip past the college because obviously not everyone on this podcast played in college. I, I didn't, I did spring training, like, summer training, and, right. and that was it for me. That's about but, as far as I went before my grades were bad. So, yeah, I, I agree. So, but I remember winning the state championship in high school and just the feeling I got when, well, one, the, the nervous feeling throughout the whole game, because this is the last game. It was senior year. The, it's, this is the last game you'll ever play at this level. You've worked the three previous years to get to this point. You started as a person that didn't play organized, like for me, I didn't play organized football until I got into high school. Right. So to go from somebody who kind of on the street developed a reputation for playing wide receiver to someone who started their first who their first organized game, played quarterback, had no throwing experience, no nothing, didn't know what like, – we ran option plays. And I actually started at quarterback before I started at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. To go from that to being the starting wide receiver unquestioned by my senior year, go down with an injury in the first game, come back. It, when our, our team didn't skip a beat. 
we we ran the ball most of the time. Go through that season. There were no ups and downs. It was steady ups because we beat everybody. We demolished everybody. But the playoffs at the high school level, I don't think – really, I don't think you can beat that feeling. Right. For those that made the playoffs in high school, some, some of these people that are in the same community or whatever probably never sniffed the playoffs playing football. But anyway. Uh, some of them ain't never split, sniffed the field, but <laughs> – but it was always this different nervous, you know, energy that you would feel in those playoff games. I'm like, I, I've been a part of a playoff loss the, the my junior year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I felt emptiness after that. But each game we played, the three games we played in the playoffs, because we won our first game and I had a hand in that one. The second game we went on the road. And we beat and we beat a team three nothing in the pouring down rain and mud, and it was just tight all the way through. You didn't know what was going to happen, and that was the it, it was it was you were living and breathing in the moment each and every play. Mm-hmm. Then you get to the state championship. Same, it was the same thing, tight all the way until like the final two plays. I was a part of a, a hook and ladder and a halfback pass. For a touchdown, I scored the game winning touchdown. But you can never escape the uneasiness of each play at each moment of the game from the beginning all the way to the end. And when zero went up on the clock and we won seven nothing, it was like all that stress, all that tension was like released and I felt numb. But at the same time, I was happy. Right. And it was just like, Okay, at this level, you win a state championship. You're not thinking about, uh, you know, contracts. You're not thinking about right. how much I mean, money did I just make from this. You no, won for the pure you... love of the game, right? Because you're playing for the pure love of the game, right? And, that, and like said, that's what's missing. You know, you yeah. don't hear about that no more. I agree. Yeah, people's motives for winning now are instead of face, and that's just a product the way our culture is anyway overall. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think I, I mean, the bottom line is I think if anybody has that opportunity, just go root for your team. You just don't know the difference you can make if you just root for your, your local team and just see where it takes them. Because, I mean, if you have the love for sports, it don't matter who's playing what. It's just the fact that they're playing. And if you love the sport, you're going to enjoy it. And if they see that there are people out there that actually enjoy what they what, – enjoy them watching them play they may play a little better they may, may play a little harder they may feel like they have something to play for and you may get a better product i mean that that's all i'm saying because i mean even the georgia southern basketball team you know the other night they just had a great overtime win like you know great overtime win in their back and, and we're not known to have a basketball team but they had mm-hmm. a lot of support out there because you know it's like the energy from the football team is starting to trickle over to other sports on campus and i think it's great so um, I, I I highly recommend it. I don't have anything else. Is is Bills there? I think Bills. Uh, yeah, I'm back now. I was I was talking to uh, B Five because I know uh, I know yeah, you stepped off. So. Right, but we're gonna close it out with that. We're a little over the hour mark, and uh, I think it's just been another great show. Um, uh, I'm just gonna say this, and I'm gonna let you guys close it out. Um, any any way that you wanna you know check out our uh, our podcast, SoundCloud, YouTube. Um, I'm still working on it, get it on Spotify and Stitcher. 
You can also catch us on YouTube. But once I upload this on um, SoundCloud and iTunes, all you have to do is go into the search engine of either one of those apps and uh, put in first and frame rates. We're right there. Just hit the subscribe button. It really helps out. Just subscribing. Um, also, um, if you use the Podcast Addict app, one app, the app that I use for all my podcasts, it's a, per, it's a really good app where you can confine all your podcasts onto one app and you can just uh, download and subscribe and it actually updates manually for you. So um, just go there and you can put in um, just search engine and that as well, first and frame rates. I am VF Baller. Hope you actually enjoyed this podcast episode. This is episode number 48. Catch me on Twitter, uh, VF Baller. You also catch, like I said, the other um, avenues to catch this podcast and catch us on, on that as well. And I don't have anything else to say. Uh, who else want to uh, have anything else to say before we go? Well, you can catch my, um, you know, my my archive tweets on uh, Bill's Force because, you know, I don't really talk on Twitter anymore. But, nah, seriously, I'll be back sometime. Uh, within the new year, just taking a bit of a break. But I hope everybody has a uh, happy holidays. Uh, we'll probably be back next Tuesday, Wednesday. Try to get B Fife in there. I'm talking to him right now. And uh, yeah, hopefully we have the dream team together next week. <laughs> yeah, B Fife definitely. Most well, of know. What about you, DJ? Well, they can catch these hands. Who was catching so, hands? Yeah. About the same, like who's catching hands? Hey, I, I gotta be the funny one of the group, so everybody ah, about catching catch my ears, to... catching my there. So it's just like straight up. I was just like, oh, people can catch these hands, but I anyway, don't go there. I'm gonna you, leave that one. I'm anyway. gonna let DJ have that. <laughs> right. So you can find me on DJ eighty one. There are no archives there. The only archives you can find are on YouTube. I actually just I did a live stream. I may post a video of my first uh, PSN, PS4 uh, PUBG match where I finished, I think, in the top 10. Okay, and well, got a right. nice little headshot in a truck. Like, I wasn't in the truck. I shot somebody in while they were coming down the truck. It was real cool. The, the video is on YouTube. But anyway, yeah, you can find me on there. You can find me on Instagram, SilentWolf81. And that's that. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. For those that still say Merry Christmas, I say Merry Christmas, but I'm going to cover the happy holiday folks as well. So. Man, Merry Christmas, man. Fuck all that. I know, oh, right? If you ban any Christmas songs, your family needs to slap the shit out of you. Yep, and then you, and then toss your ass out, and then you'll find out how cold it is outside. Right, the snow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they're banning all it. Yo, then they're trying to make Santa a woman. Well, what's going on with that? It's on the bitches cold outside after you throw them out the damn house, man. They're trying to make Santa a woman. I mean, what the gender neutral? Leave Santa alone. <laughs> damn. Even on what? What do you what do you gain by making Santa gender neutral? I'm just trying to say they had Mrs. Claus the whole entire time. Yeah, that let let Mrs. Claus go down the chimney a couple times. That, right. that, the problem solved. Yeah, Mrs. Claus and Mrs. Claus, right? Who cares? Let her come down the chimney a couple times. Your problem is solved right there. You don't leave Santa alone. Fuck all right, all right, we were wrapping this up, so let's just... Oh, yeah, I, I got a YouTube video about All Pro Football, you, 2K8. You can go watch that. I, I really don't care, but, you know. <laughs> what kind of promotion is that for you? Put it out there. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, I, I got a video out. I talked about all pro football. I, I may put out another one sometime soon. So. Well, hey, I for one watched it, so you know. Yeah, I appreciate the ones who did watch it. I thought it was a pretty decent video, but um, you know, you know, I I can't be out here doing breakdowns. You know, you can't be doing that. You leave that for the professionals. <laughs> Let's go, man. This is person framers, man. We out. Yeah, peace. Peace.